Welcome to the Tom Bernard Show. I'm not Tom, I'm Bob Sansevier, and I am joined by... Jimmy Schubert. Steve London. JB. Andy Brown Bernard. <laughs> Melissa Kirk. And we're going to take a very quick break and come back, and we may just touch on Jesse and the NFL owner who's getting a little tickle and slap and uh, facing charges. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? At, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Where's the manager? Walzer Automotive presents Car Selling Secrets. Join me, Tom Bernard, and Doug Sprinthal as we talk cars, how to buy them, how to lease them, how to make the most of your money, and much more. What's it going to take to earn your business right now? Tune in every Thursday from 2 to 3 Central or download it on the Tom Bernard Podcast page. I don't know. I think I'm going to have to think about it. Back to the Tom Bernard Show. I'm Bob Sansevier. And I got to ask, well, Jimmy, now are you... uh, can you play the adopted son in Empire? Because Jesse Smollett has now been dumped for the final two episodes. <laughs> but that's going to be really tough when you're an actor and you couldn't <laughs> convince the cops that you were believable. <laughs> you know, they were the cops were like, I don't know about that. I didn't find the story to be believable. I mean, you know, I, I watched some of these things. He goes, we were tussling. And during the tussle, uh, one of the other gentlemen, I go, nobody's ever been in a fight called in a tussle. It's like, yeah, that guy punched a guy right in the throat. No one ever calls it a tussle. It's like, it's like you know, I, I just, but anybody, why, why, I mean, believe me, there is enough hate out there that you, when you got a fake hate, I mean, I just, I just think it was ridiculous. I, I, I mean, it's a, you know, he wanted attention. He got it. Now you got all kind of wrong kind of attention. What was it? Because he was making $65,000 a week. Wasn't enough. I know, seriously. It wasn't enough. 
wasn't enough. He was very disappointed with his. I don't buy it. I think I, I think that's. The, I think he gave that as a as a as a bullshit excuse. Oh, However, yeah. he will go down as the first American to scam two Nigerians. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> I, I, it's 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 absolutely ridiculous to to, to you know to, to to do something like that. I think it's a, it's a joke. Well, I mean, in these days and times, I mean, the Coast Guard just had a big bust. Yeah, they busted that guy who had a major weapon stash, and he was going to take out re- reporters and black uh, politicians. Po- politicians. Well, he said he wanted Democratic politicians. Chuck Schumer, right. and Nancy Pelosi were on he the list. He said he wanted to kill all humans. So, ah. it's a pretty uh, big list. <laughs> he yeah, was well, it was broad initially, but he winnowed it down. That, yeah. Well, he wanted to he wanted to release a virus that would wipe out humanity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's sad. It's difficult. I actually think, like you know, if you watch, I think a lot of uh, media is culpable in all this. I think a lot of these cable pundits oh, yeah, that totally. divide Americans. Right. I think most Americans are kind yeah. of like in a center. It's like they can't. Why can't we come up with the best solution? Whether it's a Democratic solution or a Republican solution, or why don't we take the best of both solutions and try to come up? But the problem is they don't care to represent their constituency anymore. They don't. They don't care about that. I mean, they've been kind of screwing over the middle class for the last thirty years. So it's just like it's like they're they're divisive. You know, and they all go. These cable pundits all go out and have dinner afterwards. Oh yeah, <laughs> aren't we great? We've, yeah, we've, our we've really, are we've up. really convinced these people to hate each other, and <laughs> you know, because divided we would stand, and of course, uh, you know, divided we fall. You know, united we stand, but divided we fall. And I think it's they're actually culpable in all this. I, I, I mean, the media will become like the boy who cried wolf. This is the third time right. you've jumped on this. It was with the Beasley story. I think he finger banged me on a bed at a party when I was in high school. I don't remember how it happened or who was, and no, no one remembers it or him even being there. So that was the first thing. You made a debacle out of that, tried to ruin a guy's life. Then you went after these Covington kids. I mean, what 16-year-old doesn't wear a hat to piss people off yeah, or a really. shirt that says, hey, practice safe sex, go after yourself, you know? Uh, but these are kids. These were kids. You know, Kathy Griffin wanted to vox these kids. They wanted to call out these. I mean, these are 15, 16. I mean, that's why. And then you act like anti-bullying. You know, that's bullshit. You know, you're bullying these kids, putting the entire weight of the media at them. That's the second time. And this is the third time. And I'm not buying it anymore. I'm not going in on any of it anymore. I think you're. I think They've you're, lost a lot of credibility well, in just the past well, couple you know, months. And, and you keep, it's like Donald Trump is this rock that these guys keep crashing their mm-hmm. ships on. I mean, they're, 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 he's using their own uh, narcissism and vanity against them. I mean, I, I don't want to sit there and take world advice from a guy wearing makeup and hairspray. You know? <laughs> well, I mean, if you went to a movie and a guy walked into a police station with a noose around his neck, you'd walk out because it's so unbelievable <laughs> that anyone would leave the noose around their neck. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, yeah. Well, you know, and he, no marks. Well, yeah, he tried. To, yeah, because he was the next day. He was funny. What, what fight was this guy in? <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I got a friend of mine was in a bar fight in '92 when he got his front tooth knocked out. He never got a fix. He just kind of talks like this. I, I go, sometimes I go out drinking with the guy. I just want to wait till he drinks till he passes out and super glue a chiclet in there just to show him what the possibilities could be like. You know, just to say, but I mean, you know, it's, it's, uh, but you know, he threw all the elements in. There was a noose. There was bleach involved. They, they were wearing MAGA hats. Right. They were, they were they, a couple of white guys. Anti-black, and, anti-gay. Uh, gay. And the problem is, is that, you know, Look, there's people in the LGBT community that, that, that have to deal with this. Right. You've diminished their claims. And, 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 and also African Americans right. who have to deal with enough. You don't have to fake it, man. Right. And so, uh, you know, especially a town like Chicago. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at you yeah. look at the, the gun violence, the the black on black violence in Chicago. They they shoot each other at such an alarming rate; it would make the KKK envious down there in some of those neighborhoods. <laughs> and no one's talking about that. No, that that they get swept under the rug. Nobody talks about that. And, and really, people are begging, begging. What are we gonna do? I mean, people are losing children and stuff. So right. for you to jump in there and, and make this claim and, and do this, to, I think it's really reprehensible. His lawyer said he's a man of upstanding character. Get you couldn't know who would do that. No, he's not. Well, the the the, the lead, uh, the chief of police or whatever his title superintendent. is, superintendent of police in Chicago, actually said, "I don't want to waste any more time on this." Yeah. When we have a problem of kids killing each other. Yeah. In the streets of Chicago, that's what we need to be worried about. But the amazing thing, though, is that just the apologists who are still out there. Well, he's bringing awareness to all the issues of uh, of race and and uh, no. you know, people who are anti-gay. No, not at all. He's a he's a pig for what he did. You can't let this guy off yeah, the hook. That's, it, that's ridiculous. Actually, one of my really good friends is is gay, and he actually posted. Oh, yeah. He's like, I am disgusted that somebody would do this. It's not helping my... I, I gotta tell you the truth. The guy's you know. told so many lies. I'm not even sure if he's gay anymore. I don't <laughs> yeah, even know if that's true. But it's like, it's not help... He even said, he's like, this isn't helping the LGBT get now, uh, better. Let me ask all of you this. What he did here, reprehensible, but how much worse is it what he did now than when he got a DUI several years ago, pulled over? He threw his own brother under the bus <laughs> and gave his brother's name instead of his own. Well, he's not a man of, of character because a guy of character <laughs> no. wouldn't do this. And no. I, I, yeah, I, I, you know, for the reason he did it is, I mean, you're making sixty five thousand dollars a week right. as yearly salaries over mm-hmm. a million after before taxes. Yeah, ninety nine percent of the population would literally kill to get into your life. You know life. what I mean? I mean, why don't you take some of your money and go into some of these neighborhoods in Chicago and try to come up with some program? You're making enough money to go make make a difference well, that way. You he, know? May, he may have panicked when he heard Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez won 70% of the money. Oh, my God. That woman. Jesus. <laughs> uh, she takes her IQ with a tire gauge. I mean, she, you can go ask the people in New York. She just takes all those high-paying Amazon jobs out of there. You know, she, she wants to you, She wants to say, we're going to eliminate planes. Oh, really? Is that what we, How am I supposed to get to Australia? Drive? You, I mean, she's, she's an idiot. I feel like, she, look, you know, I, I think it was maybe Andrew Jackson or Thomas Jefferson said, if you you got to get involved in government. If you don't, you're destined to be governed by people that are dumber than you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, boy, is she an example of that. <laughs> Every time she speaks, I keep thinking that she's rehearsing for Idiocracy too. <laughs> she is so- now. Please let people know. You mentioned about people of character. Well, people who um, you know like to see a, a character that's performing. Yeah, they- I'm at the uh, House of Comedy, Rick Bronson's House of Comedy, and uh, at the Mall of America this week. We uh, had the show last night. We got two tonight. We have uh, two tomorrow. You can go to uh, the, the website, House of Comedy. It's a uh- moa.houseofcomedy.net dot net and then the shows tonight are 7.30 and 9.45? I think so, yeah. Yeah, right there. Wait a minute. Who took MOA HouseofComedy.com? Somebody else grabbed that from you? I have no idea. I think the House <laughs> You're the of only Comedy, one that should have it. I think the HouseofComedy.com was stolen by somebody else, so we had to do the .net thing. Yeah. But uh, if people want to see a, a great comedy special, I just released my new hour comedy special. It's, uh, it's available. You can go to my website, JimmySchubert.com. It's on the Vimeo platform, and I made it easy. You can just right from there. You can go. You can rent my new brand new hour special for three ninety nine. Oh, you terrific. can buy it for nine ninety nine. Yeah, if you rent it, it's cheaper than a cup of coffee. 
And I, I for three ninety nine, I rented the uh, Mission Impossible three, and my special is much funnier than Mission Impossible. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that I can say that with confidence. But uh, yeah, it's a good. Uh, it's my brand new hour, and it's called Zero Tolerance, and uh, it's available on the Vimeo platform, and also you can get to it from JimmySchubert.com. Now, Jimmy, how much do you get into uh, politics in, in your show? Is it a, I, I don't, very little? Actually, I, I don't. I, I mean, you know, it's it's we're we're living in a in a divisive time right now, and it, it doesn't make a difference which way you go. You're going to divide your audience in half, and people just people. I think if people want to see that, they can stay at home and watch any of the late night talk shows or yeah. MSNBC if they want to see Trump bashing, or they could do all that. I think they come into a comedy club to get away from all that, and and, and I got to tell you, the last probably like the last month and a half, I've had like. Probably like 25 or 30 people come up to me and go, thank you. Thank you for being funny, and thank you for not talking about politics. It's like every time we come here, it's like they just don't want, they just don't want to hear it anymore. It's enough. Yeah. I mean, it's also become generic. Okay, we get it. Trump has funny hair, and you don't like Trump and whatever. But, you know, I, I mean, there's... I, I'm not, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do it. I, I, there's plenty of other stuff to talk about to make fun of, and and uh, you know, in this climate, I, I just wouldn't do it. I mean, you know, there's too much of it. Yeah, there's too much of it. Yeah, and, there's nothing new. There's nothing yeah, it's, it's almost left genetic. To say. It's almost hacky. Yeah, it's almost oh, hacky yeah, totally. and generic now because it's uh, you know, I mean, other than you know, there's a lot of other stuff to talk about. I mean, you can start about we brought up AOC. I mean, that that woman, that poor. That, I mean, it's <laughs> just every day, just a human gaff machine. Oh yeah, she's. Uh, I don't know. Well, conv- everything that she posts that's coherent. It's her. It's her. Uh, you know, somebody from her staff posting it for her. She is unbelievable. Yeah, uh, my little nephew swallowed a bunch of Scrabble tiles, and uh, his he uh, he defecates more sense than she does. All the letter tiles come out, form a complete sentence, and it makes more sense than what she says sometimes. She's got to be a one-term. Uh, yeah, well, I she's hope. a one-term politician. There's, there's also a, a woman here that that, that, that uh, I guess was voted Minnesota. This Muslim woman who's out there. Oh, Ilan Omar. She, yep. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. out there uh, saying some divisive stuff right now. It's like you know, you well, first off, you forget you represent the people of the United States. Mm-hmm. You know, you represent people in your area. Why don't you work on that? Uh, you know, it's like every is again. You know, I was at a coffee shop. And I was just having a cup of coffee. I was just trying to relax and have a cup of coffee. You know, I think it was like Tuesday before I came out here, and there's a couple of these 18-year-olds, and on the back of her laptop that's open at the coffee shop, it says, Free Palestine and the Occupation. I go, really? I can't even have a cup of coffee without somebody, like, projecting your... I'm just, I, look, I don't know much about the Middle East, but I'm sure that they're not solving a centuries-old tribal dispute in, in, a, in a coffee shop on La Brea and Sunset on the back of a laptop uh, that your daddy got you so you could cruise through a couple of courses in a community college. <laughs> I, 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 let me call Israel and tell Meg, let's get out of the settlements. You know, Romy and Michelle here have weighed in Romy on this, you know, this tribal dispute centuries old, and we, we figured it out. You know, I just, it's just like, look, I, you're entitled to your pain. I just don't want to, I don't just jam down my throat all the time. Everybody feels like, you know, we live in this culture of, uh, of uh, everybody's reviewing and everybody's weighing in. And it's like, please shut up i mean you yeah. might you know it's like uh you know it's like, like everything like yelp everybody's gonna weigh in and, uh, and, and, and reviewing everything like a guy a guy sneezed to me next day right. today and i didn't appreciate his reaction to the atmosphere mm-hmm. <laughs> you know I mean, how, long be, how long before we start yelping each other you know bob's a real a-hole i give, <laughs> I give bob two stars as a human well, being that's basically a lazy what eye, a twitter is it's yelp for human beings 
What, what, what's Yelp for you? What is it? Twitter. Twitter. Oh, Twitter's it. I can't even social media. I don't get More it. like unsocial media. Am I, I right? I call it anti-social media. Yeah. I, I got to ask you about when they called you about uh, going to House of Comedy, do you ask about the weather, what you're coming into? I, I, yeah, I Google it, but it doesn't make a difference. I mean, you, you come here and we're in a giant mall. I don't have to ever leave the place. Yeah. I go to the alpaca store. I get some alpaca stuff. And you know when you get a store devoted completely to alpaca merchandise? There's so many. How many stores do you have? Where there's one store just for alpaca stuff. It's just alpaca socks, alpaca underwear. I love that store. I walk by it every day and I'm just like, I don't get it, man. I just don't get it. Hey, get up. I had a friend uh, in grade school. Their family raised alpacas and sold the wool. So apparently that's a thing. No, it is a thing. I, especially up here. I mean, there's apparently. not a whole lot of use for it down south. No. <laughs> but it's thick clothing. You'd have to check another bag and pay 40 bucks. <laughs> yeah, but it's yeah, it's like people go, oh, stay warm up there. But it's it's cold. Like Monday when I leave, it'll be nine degrees. That's not that bad. No, it's not not that. We're gonna have to de-ice the <laughs> for plane. a Minnesotan. It's not today's actually really nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like almost spring out there. Yeah, it's I like, know. Was it twenty three? Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. No, you, no, we're no, gonna it's hit thirty today. It's gonna hit thirty. Yeah, almost above freezing. Can you oh, believe it? Almost. <laughs> it's been a. It, it's it, it. Fortunately, you weren't in when we had the minus fifty. Wow. That's uh, that was brutal, you know. We uh, we're gonna wrap up for a second, take a quick break. When we get back, though, we are gonna talk about the tickle and slap NFL owner. You God. know, apparently, winning a Super Bowl championship isn't a happy ending enough for some people. <laughs> for real. Well, he had to go to a place called the Orchids of Asia Day Spa <laughs> in Florida. So we'll uh, we'll take that quick break, and when we get back, we'll tell you all about it, and we'll craft the story for you. We'll be right back. It's Tom Bernard with North American Banking Company CEO and my buddy, Michael Bilski. Michael, let's say somebody has a plan to expand their business this year. How can North American Banking Company get that job done? At North American Banking Company, we'll take time to understand the customer's needs and wants and their plans for the future. Once we have a good understanding of that, we'll try to solve their financing dilemma. We won't take a cookie-cutter approach to any financing situation. Wonderful. So if I need cash to expand my podcast, you got a plan for me, too? No. <laughs> God, thank you. I see where this is going. Well, we love working with you. We can help any business, including a podcast that's already very successful. Who's better than you? That's what I want to know. You I still are. never liked you, though. You are. No, I never. Don't try to make up. I don't like <laughs> Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and an equal housing lender. Tom here. Over the years, you've heard me go on and on about my eyes and how great I've been treated by the folks over at Whiting Clinic. Well, it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States and the trusted LASIK provider around these parts. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts that they are, they want to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. For a limited time, mention my name and receive an additional $300 off your LASIK. That's $300 off Whiting Clinic's already low price for LASIK. Trust your eyes to Twin Cities LASIK experts. Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. Visit whitingclinic.com or call 855-554-2020 and don't forget to tell them Tom sent you. Offer expires March 31st, 2019. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offers. We are back. We're we back, are. right? 
Yes. Yeah, we're back. All right. That, we that, sure as are. you can tell, I'm not Tom Bernard. The Tom Bernard Show. I'm Bob Sands. We're filling in for Tom. Fortunately, we have Jimmy Schubert here to make the time fly by. <laughs> we appreciate that. Now, Jimmy, before we talk about the NFL owner, I hear there's a Syracuse basketball coach named Jim Beheim who, well, he accidentally killed somebody. Hey, man, three He's seconds gone. in the lane is three seconds <laughs> in the lane. You know what I mean? you you got to move it along, bro. you only get three seconds. I know. That's horrible. I, you know, was, he's 78 years old, so that might explain a little bit. He's He's been cleared, though. He wasn't well, drunk. No, he yeah. wasn't drunk. It's just, well, you yeah. know, I mean, uh, yeah, it's, it's tragic, however, that the guy lost his yeah, life. Yeah, he's, he's – has stepped away from the team for now. He, he said he, he claimed he avoided, he didn't want to hit the car, which was on the side of the road. So he swerved away and wound up hitting the guy who owned the car. And I, I just wanted, my first thought was, was it distracted driving? Well, the, it, the other question is, so the guy gets out of his car, but is he on the street side of the car or the curb side? Or the, uh, I think you know, he was the street side. Oh, well, that's just not smart. Well, it happens all the time. I mean, people get out to change a tire on, mm-hmm. the, on the freeway, and, and, you know, and like you said, distracted driving is like, you know, that's well, a real yeah. thing. With people texting, it's as bad as drunk driving is now, you know? It totally is, and, yeah. And so, uh, you know, you got to pay. But, I, you know, I miss the days when people were speeding, when people <laughs> like, you know, now everybody's looking at their phone and texting, and it's just, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's like, I, I th- you know, I think people have lost their lives that way. Mm-hmm. And, and because you're texting, I mean, it's they call it a small smartphone for a reason you should be able to operate it uh, but if you give a smartphone to a dumb person it winds up killing them they get hit by a bus because yeah. they're too busy texting well, and, this is no way in defense of when people drive while drunk but some drunk drivers will like they'll have their grip on the wheel and they're looking to, they want to f- do everything they can to not you know to try to be attentive but they can't because they're drunk they pay more attention in some ways than distracted drivers i once saw a woman and this was even before texting was big she had her uh that little thing where you flap, what do you call that thing? You know, when above your your visor. visor. Had the visor down with a mirror. She was driving with her knees and what would you call that, uh, Melissa? When, curling her eyelashes. Curl her eyelashes. Yep, she was doing that while she was driving. There's actually a term for that. Women who put makeup on while they're driving. Idiots? Narcissism? <laughs> no, it's, it's called farting. Not farting, but farting. PH? Uh, no. F-A-R-D. Oh, farting. That's called farting. Farting. Why is that? With a D. That's just a term for it. Farting. That's a not a good name. <laughs> well, they'll have to come up. There's a term, I guess, with Robert Kraft did. New England Patriots owner Robert Kraft being charged with two counts of soliciting someone to commit prostitution stemmed from a raid in a day spa in Florida, the aforementioned Orchards of Asia day spa. He was picked up. Here's what I don't get. What do you think was going to happen at the Orchards of Asia day spa? <laughs> but he, he picked up as part of a sting that had been going on for months, and the charges relate specifically to two different visits to the Orchards of Asia day spa. You are the owner of the New England Patriots. Your team has won six Super Bowls mm-hmm. with you. As, you can't call them and have them come to your hotel? What do you want to save on the extra? What is there? It must be an extra, little bit extra if they come to your hotel. That's unbelievable. Yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> you got to go to the spa. Yeah, how old is he now? It's, He's got to be pushing eighty. He's in his, definitely in the seventies. Yeah, that that that, that girl was going to earn every bit of that. <laughs> yeah. It's not really the, the fresh product. It's like that old can of paint in the basement. That's Maybe that's turned been... yellow and off color. You know? We're not talking about Belichick, are we? No, 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 no. 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 Robert Kraft, the Robert owner. Robert. 
Crap. Maybe they, uh, well, maybe they have special tools there to help him. He's seventy-seven. Yeah, and the NFL, his team, by the way, denies Kraft had committed the crime. Well, that's pretty smart of the uh, the guy who's the PR guy to say, "Oh no, no, Mr. Kraft did nothing wrong." Yeah, I always like when the news is like, you know, someone related to you does something bad. It's like, what do you think that person's going to say? It's like, oh, yeah, my son was a piece of crap. Arrest him. <laughs> I would. <It's> like, well, <laughs> I suppose, I but say, most people my are just... My mother would have. Huh. Yeah. She told well, us she would have. Yeah, moms always do that. Mm-hmm. Charlie Manson's mom still thinks he's innocent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Despite the... No, no, I'm saying my mom would have said, yeah, he did it. Oh, yeah, oh, your mom, yeah. Your mom was a rare one. I remember when I was a, a, a younger, I got, we got caught... Uh, you know, stealing steaks out of the supermarket, and we had to take them back and turn ourselves in. So we had to, you know, lean into it, and then that, all of a sudden that wasn't fun anymore. After you had that, like, how'd you get them out? Put them in your pants. Your yeah, shirt? stuck them in your pants. You put them. You had a big like tuck, and you just put the steaks, tucked them in your belt, and then uh, I made it out. But uh, you know, the mom was like, "Yeah, where'd you get those? And now you're gonna take them back." Mm. So and pay for, <laughs> or go out and pay for them. So. And then the uh, the store said, "No, thank you." Because they had been in your pants? No, no, they weren't down. I didn't, I didn't, oh, okay. I didn't put them under my taint. They were frozen. They were well, that that would have defrosted them, wouldn't it? Get a, bad, get, a, get a bad piece of meat. Now, has, uh, does Mall of America, when do you have comics? What time do they On Tuesday? What was your first day here? Wednesday? Uh, th- th- no, Thursday? Yeah, Thursday. They did a, they had a roast on, on Thursday. Uh, we had a roast on uh, on Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. Uh, a local comedian. Yeah. No, because I was wondering if earlier in the week you ever thought of making the house of Yoshi or having a little massage going on there. You can really pack them in. You know, we got the space for it, so why <laughs> yeah, not? I know? think they do. Like, like, there's great space for like sales presentations and stuff like that, like you know, meetings or corporate meetings. It's a great space for that kind of thing. We just roasted uh, at Rick Bronson's House of Comedy in Arizona. We just roasted uh, Shane Doan, uh, NHL mm-hmm. uh, Hall of Famer, played yep. for 19 years. From the Phoenix Coyotes. Phoenix Coyote? Yeah, that sounds like something Robert Kraft will pay a hooker an extra $50 <laughs> for If you could just finish up with the Phoenix Coyote, that would be great. But uh, the guy, was he played his uh, whole career, 19 years, with the with Phoenix Coyotes. Uh, legendary score. Real, it was actually a great event. It was a great, it was a great event. But, uh, yeah, but uh, that's uh, another one of Rick Bronson's uh, clubs out there, which is great. I have no idea if you plan to, but... Please work that into one of your sets. That's terrific. He got the Phoenix Coyote. <laughs> so are, how, how many – because I knew there was the Bronsons in Canada. There's Arizona this year. Did, did he open a few more? Yeah, uh, he's, he's in the process of opening up a couple other clubs. There's one in the Meadowlands that we're, we're, we're doing coming up soon. And uh, I'm pretty sure they bought one in Burbank. And there's talks of Miami. Oh, yeah. God, you could be set for two months straight. Pasadena, yeah. Well, no, I, I you know, I, I think that they're, you know, they're. I don't want to talk out of school, but yeah, they're getting ready to make some big moves. That's great. So, so that's awesome. And uh, you know, the great people, Rick and Tammy Bronson, that run the club, are, are amazing people. I, I love working for them. They're, they're, I consider them friends in this business where you don't really, you know, you know you're, you're friends with people who actually, get, you know, run their own comedy clubs. It's very kind of rare. You know, most of the time, you know. Go away! You don't like the people you're working for, but uh, not the case here. They're great people. So how about him? You got to put a word in for him to maybe move up the ladder. Yeah, well, you <laughs> see know, how he works out for well, you. We live in a meritocracy, so you, you got to earn it. <laughs> 
So when you do Bron, do you do all of them? I mean, well, the, the ones that he has is do yeah. you get booked for all three yeah, at once. Yeah, I'm doing I'm doing the one in uh, in uh, Canada uh, later in the year, and then I'm going to go back to Phoenix and stuff. Mm. And you know, they're uh, yeah, they're um, so I do them all. Where's the Phoenix? Is it in? The, it's not it's in a, a mall, or is it in North Phoenix? No, it's in. It's actually it's called High Street. It's an outdoor. Uh, area. I actually, when we did the roast, I said, Rick, and you call them the House of Comedy. They can't be called the House of Comedy when they're in malls, Rick. It's more like the kiosks of comedy. <laughs> Rick Bronson's kiosks of comedy. Now, the communities are okay, but they serve a great soft pretzel. <laughs> no, that's, uh, they're, they're, they're great clubs. Rick knows how to run great clubs. They're, the, the sound system's great. The, the, the experience is great. It's the, you know, the, the seats are comfortable. It's really well done. Because Rick is actually used to do stand-up. He's actually, you know, and he used to be do magic. He's a, he's a magician, he's a comedian, and he's a club owner. It's like the douchebag hat trick. <laughs> no, he, he's, he's, I'm actually roasting Rick Bronson on the radio. These are the roast jokes I did of him. But we're ashamed, don't roast him. I'm getting a little mileage out of him. But no, I love Ricky Bronson. He's a great dude. I was going to say, hmm. Prop comic, huh? <laughs> Prop comic. Is that something you ever thought of or wanted to do on your own place? So you don't have to travel? Yeah, I'd probably do a residency in Las Vegas before I would ever do the cruise ships or own, own the club. I would probably just kind of do my thing. But I just got past the Magic Castle as a magician member. So I actually have I've been magic is something I've been doing my whole life. So I just kind of had to go in an audition and they had to pass me as a magician member, which means you can perform at the Magic Castle, which is this legendary magic venue to perform at. So. That's that's true. I mean, you really you are you are a magician, too. Yeah. Do you you, you, don't, do you ever do I, it in I, your act or I'm no? I'm a hardcore hobbyist. No, I don't do it in my act at all. I don't cross the streams. Because people who come to a comedy club want to see comedy. You know, I may do like 45 minutes of stand-up, but then I'm trying to figure out what I could do. Like maybe I'd close with another 15 minutes of magic at the end. Just as like a bonus thing, you know? When did you get into that? You've been doing comedy longer than magic, or did you start no, magic when you were a I started magic a long time ago. Magic I was doing since I'm nine. You know, it's like the poor... Like Steve Martin says in his book, it's the poor... Uh, the poor man's way in the show business. You know, you go to a magic shop, you buy a trick, and then you're performing for people. And so it's kind of like the, if you're not a member of the Lucky Sperm Club, you know, if your daddy's not, you know, a famous actor or something, you know, there's a lot of nepotism going on in show business, you know. Do you get begged for people <coughs> to tell you the trick? Yeah, all the time. And you can't, though. How'd you do you... it? And I always write down uh, 798.3, and I said, you can find everything you need to know here. And they look at it and go, 798. 3.8, what is I go, that's the Dewey Decimal System for all the magic books are in the library. So if you <laughs> want to know and put the research in, you can find out there. Yeah, <laughs> I would never tell. I mean, I, I spent hours of my life learning how to do this. It's like the oldest art form in the world. And I'm just going to tell you how I did it. You know what I mean? I know. I You know, you figure it out. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm a real wizard. I'm not Harry Potter or anything, but, you know, a lot of work goes into it. So so you're not like the Harry Houdini type where you, they stick you in a, uh, you know, in a case and they drop you into a river. You're talking more about... Uh, no, lots of times I, I am like Harry Houdini and, and the fact that I try to escape from bad conversations I have. Like this one. I was just trying to make a quick joke off the cuff and it kind of backfired. No, because I'm, I'm fascinated by that, that you, you know, the whole magic thing, because some of it is you just sit there and you know there's a trick somewhere, but 
you just can't figure out what it is. Well, yeah, it's a lot of lot of things on a lot of different levels. There's the sleight of hand, obviously. There's 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 presentation that, that kind of makes it seem like a a great trick, and there's misdirection, and it's all. It's like the oldest art form in the world. It goes back thousands of years to ancient Greece. I mean, some of these tricks, like the cups and balls, they have hieroglyphics yep. of these guys doing this stuff. I mean, it's it's an ancient art form. I just love the deceptiveness of it. It's so devious, and you like figure out these men and go, "Oh my God, that's brilliant." Who's, and somebody actually thought of that. And I think that's what I find fascinating about it. Because they say one of the best ways to like keep a trick a secret is to put it in a book. Because nobody reads <laughs> nobody reads books anymore. So you, know, you publish it in a book and nobody will read it. But I, I, I like the history of it. I like all the the uh, all the, 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 the stories and the, and the stuff. And I also love performing it. So, and, and it's really just a hobby. It's not anything, I, you know, I, now that I got past the Magic Castle, I may start thinking about doing it professionally. That's just, you know. Well, do, you, do you bring stuff with you to keep practicing? All the time. I'm in a hotel room for eight hours a day. I mean, you can only masturbate so much. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> Robert Kraft? Uh, you know what I mean? I mean, you know, you, uh, last time I, last time I, uh, last brought time it back I, full circle. Yeah, that's right. Last time I, uh, <laughs> last time I had an orgasm, knee cartilage came out. That can't be good. You know, so then I, uh, you know, I pick up a deck of cards and uh, start, start uh, figuring out how to, you know, no, but I just, like, I just, like, I, I'll, I'll get to my room, I'll set up with a deck of cards and a close up mat. I start working on specific moves and just kind of, because the, the practice is what you have to enjoy practicing as much as you enjoy performing because that that's what makes it good. You you have to be able to do everything without thinking about it. What was the first one you did as a kid? Uh, there's a trick called the acrobatic silks where the tr the silks would were in this little wooden thing and they would switch places and the, the, it was really because they were like kind of threaded in there and people go, how the how did they move? And then we just move and switch. And so I think that I had a job at Delivered Circulars. And every Monday, my brother Bob had drum lessons. And my brother Joe played the guitar. And so me and my mom would drop them at the, at the music lessons. And we had an hour to kill. And about three blocks down the way, there was a magic shop. And so I would go in with my little $10 I had saved from uh, Delivered Circulars. And I could buy one trick. And on the way out, I'd get one trick. And I would buy one, one joke book. And I started like, keeping like a little joke file. And uh, that's and then you know when I when I hit eighteen I retired the rabbit hung up the wand and uh, started telling dick jokes at comedy clubs. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but I but I got my performance chops. I I got my performance chops and my, and my writing had to catch up with that. So it took me took me a little while. But I've been kind of doing it my whole life. It was just something that little nine year old it, kid that got a magic kid is, is dictating my whole life. But you never worked it into that even like one bit because I think it'd be it'd be really fun. No, to when see. I do magic, it's hilarious. Like I do like like adult close-up magic. I mean, it's oh. like, you know, it's the, my personality, my stand-up, per like, you know, my personality comes through when I'm doing a trick, so it, it is hilarious. But I just don't, it's just interesting because it's close-up magic. You can't really do it on, on a stage. It's kind of like, you know, it's, it's. Uh, but I've done it, like I've done my stand-up comedy show and I've come out to the bar and people come out and I've done like another 20 or 30 minutes just doing close-up stuff. That's really neat. Yeah. All right, we're going to, and, and again, Rick Bronson's House of Comedy tonight and tomorrow night, two shows. Also, and people can go. Go get my new hour special. It's uh, available. Go to jimmyshubert.com. It'll take you right to the Vimeo platform. It's three. It's like three ninety nine to rent and nine ninety nine to buy. If you want to have a good time and watch my special, you'll enjoy it immensely. We'll give you more information. Be right back. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry 
This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Tom Bernard here. Hey, let me ask you, do you know me because you recognize my voice or my face? Good question, isn't it? Let me ask you another one. What do you think when I say priority courier experts? Do you know them because you recognize their trucks, or do you know them by their name? Well, let me tell you something you might not know about my friends at Priority. 485 local drivers, 85 office staff, 37 million deliveries since 1997, and an opportunity for you to join their company. Drivers, you can join the fleet in your own vehicle or lease to own one of theirs. Or you can join the office staff and earn the most respectable pay in the business with 15 days off in your first year. Medical, dental, matching 401k, and a genuine chance for advancement. Just ask Robbie, who started in sales and is now director of recruitment. Over 5,000 Minnesota companies rely on priority because every time you call us, we deliver. Join the team today at Priority.com. That's Priority.com. We are back. The Tom Bernard Show. I'm Bob Sansevier. And, uh... Very happy to be joined by Jimmy Schubert. You can catch him at the House Comedy tonight, tomorrow night. And don't forget, as he said in the last break, you also can get his new comedy special, three ninety nine to rent and nine ninety nine to buy. And would, the best place to go for that, you said it's well, on you Just Vimeo? go to jimmyschubert.com. Oh, oh. And Schubert spelled S-H-U-B-E-R-T like the theater. And uh, it'll just take you. I made it really easy for people. They can just, it lives right on my website. And click the button to rent, and it'll take you right to the, the option. And, you know, you can just kind of uh, do a PayPal solution or a credit card thing, and, and you download it and it lives on your Vimeo account. And the uh, also the future... Uh, president of operations for all the <laughs> house of comedies he's got some tickets to give away i do i got a four pack of passes to give away for a show tonight uh either one of them would be fine uh i think we're gonna do a call in is that what we're gonna go and do uh yeah you can call uh what is it uh, 952-800-1492 that's 952-800-1492 Yes, it is. When Columbus sold the ocean blue. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was like a tenth caller or something we'll do just to... Well, yeah. we'll just do the first, first four because you got four. I got four, yeah. yeah. You got four sets. No, 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 no. Four I got, total? I got a four pack. No, you got, well, you got to give it to one person to bring three friends, right? Right. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then I guess... Oh, my apologies. Well, we should say we should like have a... I don't know. <clears throat> what was the name of Jimmy's first trick? How about that? Yeah. And it wasn't the Phoenix Coyote. <laughs> no. Yeah, if you can call in and get that one, there you go. Four tickets. I've already forgotten. <laughs> I, was, I was entranced by it, but I... I, I that's a tough it. one. That is a tough one, because I'm sitting right next to it. I can't remember. I remember it. Yeah. So JB's going to win the tickets. Look at him. He's angling already for him. I already have tickets if I could go. Yes. So I loved how he did that. He had fourteen ninety two when Columbus sailed the ocean yeah. blue. I mean, that seems like a memory trick to remember the oh, year. Yeah, yeah. So I think that is what they. Maybe yeah. can JB get into the Magic uh, Kingdom or what? What is it called? It's called Magic the Magic Kingdom. Castle. Magic yeah. Castle. Yeah, if you if you, uh, it's a private club. Actually, you have to be a, mm-hmm. with a member to get in. I've heard Penn and uh, 
Penn and Gillette talk about it. Yeah, it's a, it's a great place. It's like it's like this great old building. It's been there since 1963. They just celebrated their 50 their 55th uh, anniversary. But it's like there's all these rooms. There's probably like nine rooms, and there's all these tables, and there's magic going on all over the place. But there's, there's also all this uh, memorabilia and and stuff that they, Johnny Carson used to be. Uh, Johnny Carson was a magician, but they have he has his own display case. There's a guy named uh, the great Carl Ballantyne and and Slidini and some of these guys from so. It's it's a really cool place, and there's all these little nooks and crannies and theaters, and so uh, it's really it's a great night out. I mean, if you if you if people are fans of magic, some people don't like it, but some people just love it. And you have to wear a suit and tie to get you get it dressed up. It's like everybody's dressed up to the nines when they go there, so it's kind of a, a great thing. And man, there's a lot of beautiful women walking around that are dressed to the nines. It's, it's a great place. So you can bring a date. It's not like yeah, only... No, you, you can just... bring a date. You can go... Uh, you can go. Uh, someone, I was hanging out with a couple magicians the other day and they said, uh, you know, there's women who like go there to like sleep with magicians and magicians call them abracadabras. <laughs> That's like little nicknames for the abracadabras. Now you see it. Now you don't. Now you see it. Now you don't. Now you see it. And abracadabra. <laughs> How many belong to this? Oh, to the Magic it's, Castle, it's, yeah, hundreds. It's, yeah, there's thousands. And thousands. Oh, yeah, there's it's it's a big uh, it's a big operation. But all these world class magicians perform there on the regular basis. It's a it's a it's a kind of a really cool thing. And plus, whenever I have friends come in from out of town, we go there and just you know, if you're a member, you just walk up and you know you can get dinner there and they serve pub food at the bars and it's it's a it's a really cool it's a really cool environment. Oh, so I'm, so they have shows there that you can come and watch. Oh yeah, there's That's a close, it, okay. there's a close up. Uh, uh, Room. There's a parlor room. There's the there's a Peller Theater. There's the big stage where they do big illusions. There's the Hat and Hair Pub. There's the basement thing. There's a there's just and they got these tables there. These green tabletops and and so like people will be waiting in line for a show and guys will be performing at these little side tables as well. And there's the Die Vernon little uh, thing where Die Vernon was this famous world class close magician who's no longer with us, but he 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 kind of has this little. And guys are always performing there in these little places, so it's really kind of cool. Now, I'm, and, and I'm guessing that with comics, you run into especially younger ones that are insecure. Every every magician must be pretty secure, right? You, you don't run into many that have uh, insecurity or security problems. No, they're just it's like any performer. I'm sure. I'm sure there's the, a lot of those guys that that, that that are out there as well. You know, I, but most of the guys doing it are just top line. You got to be pretty confident to t- pull off a magic trick. Yeah, you do. So, JB, what are you waiting? <laughs> breaking news. Break. Actually, breaking news. What's the break? Uh, our boy R. Kelly has been charged. Yeah? Oh. There's a new video floating out that they now can charge his butt with. How do these videos, like, how do you shoot something like that and then you're just like, oh, I'll release it later. It's fine. Right. Well, he's, he's a pedophile. A lot of these yes. women are underage. Yes, and they if are. You've seen, have you seen the documentary? Mm-hmm. I mean, what he's done to some of these families and these people, I mean, you, you victimize these young girls. It affects them for the rest of their life. I mean, that's that's horrible, you know? But they he can him. afford really good attorneys. Sure they got him can. for uh, 10 counts of aggravated criminal sexual abuse. Wow. 10 counts. 10, 10 counts. counts on an underage girl. Same same oh. kid, the same girl? I don't know. <sighs> well, well, hopefully this one sticks. Well, I got news for you. Uh, you know, if you're a pedophile, prison is no place you want to be. No, they'll kill you. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, you know I mean. It's in Illinois. It's Chicago that's doing mm-hmm. it, too. Yeah. But if you're a pedophile, prison's a place the rest and of us want Jesse's, you to be. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and Jesse Smolin just went, thank you, R. Kelly, because yep. he's no longer dominating <laughs> the news. I've got to be honest. I don't know why these kind of charges are not like capital offenses. Dude, there's a whole documentary about him doing this. I mean, that's going to be Exhibit A. 
like what this guy's done is a pattern of behavior. Well, you know? they actually thought he was running a cult. Yeah. Wasn't he? Wasn't he yeah. like a member of like a they like a sex cult? Yeah, it was a sex cult. They would have girls like you know join my cult and then they'd be like up oh, in order to you know become one of the chosen ones you got to have sex with R Kelly. Oh, really? Yeah, it was uh wasn't it there was like some woman that was helping him with it. Yeah. Crap, what was it called? Well, she'll get charged too then. I mean all this once once they got the once they get the indictments, then they get the search warrants and then they get everything else. And you know what's funny? Uh, they 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 were only investigating Jesse Smollett for two weeks and they got more information on this guy. They've been investigating Donald Trump for three years, they got nothing. But uh, <laughs> Jesse Smollett in two weeks they got more information on this guy than they have in Donald Trump in like three years. It's hilarious. No, the the two bro- they were put together or are put together. I thought Nigerians were a lot like Kenyans. They, a lot of them were are long distance runners. These guys, they're in the gym. They're not out there running. Oh, no, there is there are certain um, tribes and clans that just like where Niger- of... Nigerians are, are put together like that. Yeah, they... but they are runners too. I'm not confusing them with just Kenyans, am I? I think you are. I think the Kenyan thing was because Kenya. What I heard is that it's high elevation. So basically, when they come to a low elevation place. They've got an advantage because they're. It's basically like natural doping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's what I heard. I don't know. Yeah, if that's... Jesse Smollett reportedly he paid those guys thirty five hundred dollars. Right. And Chicago police say if he wanted to get beaten, all he needed to do was get pulled over in a wealthy neighborhood. Somebody. And he would have gotten more sympathy and everything. Everything he was looking for, he would have gotten it that way. And somebody said he should have gotten in Liam Neeson's face. <laughs> oh, do you know how he paid for them? Check. With a personal check. With yeah. a check. Right. We'll put him up there with the, yep. Who else did that? Didn't there was a, who was a, Jerry Springer? Did he pay a, yes. a hooker in, in Cincinnati, Ohio? I think Ohio he did. With when a he personal was mayor. check. When, when he was hooker mayor. takes a personal check. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, literally, dude. Literally. Watch an episode of Columbo. There's video of them buying the black mask. Right. They get the two brothers buying mm-hmm. the black mask. He paid, uh, there's also him purchasing the rope. There's video right. of him purchasing oh the rope with his credit card. Uh, I mean, this, there was like one one thing after another. Like, this guy's never watched, like, the, the, like the, the, you know, I watched, my dad was a homicide detective. I, I know. Like, yeah. you, you, you can't, especially with the, the technology they have now, like, you're going to be choking the hell out of somebody, in the, and in the tussle, I'll use one of Smolin's words, and in the tussle, like, a pubic hair could dislodge and fall yeah. down your pant leg, <laughs> and next you know, your all. pubic hair is laying next to a dead body, <laughs> yep. and then you got some splaining. Like, with the technology they have in law enforcement now, like, you could fart at the crime scene, and if they got there soon enough and bag that rascal up and send it down to the FBI lab and they run it through the high-pressure gas chromatography tube and found out the fart head. The consistency of a cheeseburger, a large fry, and a Diet Coke for the McDonald's in the corner of 4th and Main because it's somebody using the fry later that only that McDonald's has and traces of that should have been the fart. It's so true. they went back to that McDonald's along the timeline and viewed the tape and there's your dumb ass eating a cheeseburger <laughs> and your flies down, the pubic hair is hanging out. They got you. Charles, <laughs> last night, Charles Barkley and Kenny uh, the Jet were talking about somehow on the NBA show we're talking about, about Smollett. About Smollett. And Charles goes, Brother, bruh, ain't you heard of ATMs by now? ATM, you got to go to an ATM. Yeah, you can't don't write, write a check. check. He goes, yeah. you can't write a check. Well, watch, we'll, we'll find out Kraft used his credit card with the little Patriots logo on it. <laughs> Probably. I mean, you know, really, in this day and age, you'd have to be, like, 
Every single thing you do, you have to pretend like they're watching you 24-7. Oh, yeah. We're living in a dig digital panopticon. Mm -hmm. They can get your text messages. They can track your credit cards. They can track your movements via cell phone. Everybody goes, ah, it's just a phone with a camera in it. No, no, this thing tracks you yes, everywhere you go. Device. Go ask uh, Aaron Hernandez mm -hmm. and, and and all the text messages. Once they get this thing, you'll ping off towers. Yep. Like you have mm -hmm. to behave like you're being watched 24-7. And if you're not, you're a moron. Well, but how did he not think there was going to be video of the two brothers? Well, he set it up that the camera would catch it. But it, the camera is facing in the other direction. I mean, he really... Right. This, see, this is what happens when actors start directing. <laughs> <laughs> or start thinking. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just... Uh, well, it, if you watch any episode of... What's the show called? Empire. Uh, no. Uh, what? The law show. Law and Order SUV. It teaches yeah. you everything. It'll teach you everything. <laughs> Every, yeah. He, he could watch... to do? Watch one episode, and you would have known not to go... You go by the rope, or you be around cameras, or you have your cell phone to have it ping off towers. It'll tell you all of that. Yeah, why didn't he have them by the rope at least? Why yeah, didn't he have rope you, around the house? <laughs> why don't you go to Amazon.com and have the stuff delivered to your house? And then just, like, I mean, it's like even everything you buy on Amazon.com. <laughs> Yeah, Prime. It would have taken, they would have had to work a little bit harder to get that evidence oh, than, than, really. pull, yeah. than pull up the footage of him at this store yeah, and that, that store. I just and uh, subpoena his credit card records. Mm -hmm. You know, they, but he made it real easy for him. Yes, I mean, you know, it's like it's like that's why you know it's why you always do crime by yourself, no witnesses. <laughs> Those Nigerian brothers flipped on him so quick. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. you know they they flipped on him so quick. The check bounce. <laughs> well, he still owed him five hundred bucks. Well, uh -oh. well, there you go. You'll get another five hundred when you get back from Nigeria. <laughs> yeah, because one of them had left. They both that, went to Nigeria. Didn't no, they? the other one was trying to get out. One was gone. Oh, he gone. stayed. Uh, yeah. Technically, are they culpable for anything? I wonder. Well, yeah, because they can get charged as well. Yeah. Although, they're what, probably they're. Up. they're 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 uh it's conspiracy what they'll isn't it? do mm -hmm. is they will cooperate right. and they'll probably get probation mm -hmm. because really the, the I, I mean they'll, they'll really go after small to make an example out of him he may get time he may right. not he may get public service i mean it really it's a class four felony so it's like you know and if you watch enough law and order you can negotiate a class four felony down to a class e misdemeanor if you if you subpoena motion to suppress motion to suppress I worked at the U.S. Attorney Office for two summers as a, they called it a clerk, but I was a flunky, but that's fine. Right. But I got to, I got to hang out with the attorneys and whatnot, and they would, that's how they would build a case. You would, you'd get somebody, and you just keep getting that person to flip. You go to the next one and get him to flip, and you just keep working it up the ladder as far as you can. And then you charge that person. The last person, the right. last person standing. Yeah, I, I used to date a woman who was. In fact, I just got to have a relationship with a woman who was a uh, uh, former prosecutor, but she just got her master's of laws degree in in the trial advocacy. So it's like you know, uh, I would work with her on her homework all the time about how to like you know how to build a case and, and do that. And it's like you know you can, you know, if you're a good attorney, you can get you know get away with. You know, it's funny if you walk into a Seven Eleven with a handgun, you'll get more time than if you rob millions of people right. in a white collar crime. So if you're going to rob people, why don't you do it in a Ponzi scheme? Mm -hmm. Because you only get like, you know, you get like half the time. You know, white-collar crime is uh, better than blue-collar crime. Well, they used, as I was working there, they used me once to uh, solve a case by um, 
Where were, were you part of a sting? No, they. Uh, were you at the Asian Orchard? Or <laughs> no, I was not. No, some. I was taking. I, one of my things was tearing back. You know when printer paper came off the roll. Right. Yeah. So my job was to tear the cases, separate them, right, and get them to the the attorneys. And I noticed the names on it. I said, "Hey, I know these guys." And he's like, "What do you know about them?" I said, "Well, if you lean on this guy, you'll." Cracked the case, and that's exactly who they went after. Wow. <laughs> now, let's remind people again, Jimmy Schubert is at the House of Comedy at Mall of America tonight and tomorrow night, and you also want to... Sunday night as well. Oh, we'll Sunday night as well. Sunday, Sunday night show. Yeah, so uh, you come out and see me live, or if you can't make it, you can download my new special. Go to jimmyschubert.com. It's right there on the front page. You can't... Uh, it'll take you right to Vimeo, and you can rent it or own it. All right, and the Tom Bernard Show will take a break, and we'll come back. we got plenty more coming up for you in a bit. We'll be right back.